Pickaxe. Episode 151 of the DNR Podcast is brought to you in part today by BattleBards.com. We've been going on and on about BattleBards. You should know about them by now. If you don't, they are a premier audio service that delivers high-quality sound clips, music scapes, all kinds of different creature sounds, spell noises, anything you could need to enhance your RPG experience. If you're doing it from home, it is a fantastic way to kind of draw players in, bring them into the mood that you're trying to set. It's a great way to help out with that. If you go to their website and you use promo codes DNR1 to anything up to and including $25, you're going to get a free track. If you use the promo code DNR2 on anything $50 and beyond, you're going to get a bunch of different audio tracks. If you use the promo code DNR3 on anything $150 or more, you're going to get a whole damn album for free from them. It is a fantastic way to save a ton of money and really enhance your collection. It's a great way to build a library. They have a fantastic mixer where you can combine and layer tracks soundboard where you can set everything up in advance so that while you're doing your session it's just a tap of a button away and it plays for the entire group and again it really enhances mood i can't stress that enough so go to battlebards.com and check them out today Episode 151 is also brought to you today by Brass Dog Games. It is a brand new game company. They are on Kickstarter right now, and their project, Take a Penny, is already funded. That is a great little game. It's fun and fast. We had a copy sent to us. It takes about 5 to 20 minutes to play. You can put it in your pocket and take it anywhere. And $6, guys. For just $6, you can find them on Kickstarter right now under Take a Penny or Brass Dog Games, or go to BrassDogGames.com and follow their link from there, and you can secure a copy of the game right now. It's a great way to support some guys who are just getting started, and get yourself a copy of a really fun game that you can just put in your pocket and take anywhere with you. So go to BrassDogGames.com right now and check them out, please. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason, I'm the Dungeon Master, going around the table, start with Jamie. Hi there, I'm Jamie, I play Cory Forest Keeper, a Goliath Seeker. And Jasper. Uh, this is Jasper. Uh, and I play Merrick Ethelred, Human Cleric. And Eric. Eric here, and I play Orton King Shield, Dwarven Knight. And Bree. Hi, my name's Brianna, and I play Phantos, the Gisrai Scion. And Maxworth. Hello, I'm Maxworth. I play Kaluna Vulgaris, Wild and Shaman. <laughs> I like how you knew it was coming and prepared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I was like really to do excited. a little pencil, pencil, like at an orchestra, claps for you. <laughs> Thank you. I liked to imagine that I had a really big, bushy mustache that I was twirling, just like, Mrr. I believe once it gets to that bushy, it's called a mustache. Oh, pardon me, sir. <laughs> Guys, last time on the show, you were exploring this long-forgotten library, and you met up with Darmok briefly, and promptly decided to get the fuck away from him, which might be a good idea, might not, we'll see, I don't know. Um, you also started finding a lot of cryptic notes and clues as to what may have happened in this place, and the research into demons hadn't really started proper yet. At least some of you were calling them ghosts. That's, that's, that's still up for debate. So, let's pick up exactly where we left off before. What would you guys like to do? What's the course of action? I'm trying to imagine in this group, now that Jadzia's done, gone, who the researcher would be. Right. Because <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't feel like anyone here has the temperament for that. That's yeah. why I didn't want to give anybody necessarily a bonus to it. Can I ask a question? Sure. So, hear me out. Mm -hmm. So, books are made of these. Would it be possible <laughs> to roll a nature check instead of whatever else 
<laughs> so are houses, wow. but that doesn't make That's you an so architect. Legit. That is so legit. I have never um, heard better bullshit in my life. Jason, I don't know if you knew this, but Kaluna has built many houses in their day. <laughs> Finding the biggest leaf does not count. The ship is made of trees. I'm an expert sailor now. <laughs> I know exactly how to work this machine. But I'm just saying, Phantos is definitely the person in the back of the class who's drawing dicks in their math book. <laughs> You're anti-Jadzia. <laughs> yes. Kaluna uh, would draw flowers and names. Any true. images she finds, like, immediately get mustaches. And <clears throat> if they have horns, now they have four horns. <laughs> well, the crazy it's... thing is, I would say almost everybody in the party is more street smart, let's call it, than <laughs> book smart. Right. This is a good point. There is nobody that would would be like yeah yeah let's let's look through books right Every, i mean not not that nobody would i mean that it. is what we came here for so nobody, it's not right. like the idea wouldn't occur to us it's just we're no. not good at it but yeah we're not waiting for the one person to sort of jump in while everybody else right. can to go do something else so right. man we really uh, took her for granted while she was here i know it's true okay <laughs> I, I mean we used the buffy analogy before but you got no giles you're just all <laughs> yeah. sitting there scrolling through books looking for pictures i prefer that might be to relevant. think that she was willow but okay well okay when it came to computer stuff yes oh not the God. book stuff it was giles who was <laughs> the head Nerds. researcher because he was a watcher and that was what <laughs> i want a godzilla sound just to play every time you guys do that yeah well jason hmm uh, I think Orden would be interested in getting his head around the layout, not necessarily diving deep into research, but we talked about how these books are all grouped by some uh, fashion or another. Yeah. So I would imagine that he would start trying to create that map in his head of where rough groupings of things would be located. Sure. Um, could you do me a favor... And roll an intelligence check. I believe I can do that. Sweet. Then we'll see how quickly uh, we'll see how quickly Orden puts the pieces together here. All right. Uh, looking around the library, it, it's it's going to take a while because it's not. Again, it's not labeled. There's no Dewey Decimal System. There's no like, oh, you want uh, stack thirty nine in the back. To it. it's it's just kind of you know parsed out like. This section looks like this is dedicated to demons, maybe a specific demon and um, stories like that. But then you'll see a book slipped in um, that's about demons, but might pertain to specific stories. And that's kept in a separate. So it, it, it kind of takes a while. But eventually, uh, Orton's going to figure out that um, there is definitely a section all about tieflings. There's, uh, there's a section that is just dedicated to the demon's relationship with gods and then demons themselves. Uh, you, you found like a little section, um, that, that related just to Valnor. And, um, there is a very small section. Uh, and Orden is going to, oh, do me a favor, roll a perception check, Orden. Let's see if Orden picks up on this. Oh, okay. Yes. Orden is going to pick up on this. So far. In this entire library, and this is just Orden kind of going up and down the up and down the stacks, just looking, looking, looking. There are two books that appear to be a little a little different, and they're kind of kept by their lonesome, like it's a like it's an empty bookshelf and it's just sitting there. Okay. These two books are big, thick tomes, and if Orden were to pick it up, either one of them up, a lot of these pages are blank. 
Both of them are, are sort of these big, kind of deep blue, uh, big thick tomes, uh, leather bound. Uh, and they look a little different than a lot of these other books. A lot of them are almost, um, almost like big journals, like handwritten. All this information is, is just as they're learning it. They're not necessarily published materials. But these look to be, uh, there's a little more care taken. Like it, it, the, the, the calligraphy is like really nice. Like someone took a lot of time. There's nothing in the second book and the first book, just the, just the first few pages are filled out. And this appears to be a first-hand account of what is in, you know, there is version of hell. Like, there is one account of someone supposedly making it out and, and, and seeing what's on that side and making it back. Okay. Well, that's certainly interesting. Does it talk about how they got there in the first place? I guess I'm gonna... I guess I would actually be interested enough at this point to take the book back to the table that we've been kind of center pointing around and sit down and read this for a little bit. Would this be something you'd bring up to the rest of the party or just just kind of going off on your own and checking it out? I mean, I'm not sneaking around or doing anything, but I don't think Orton would broadcast. Okay. Um, so let me, while you're doing that, let me ask everybody else in the party, what would, what would they be doing? Kaluna's on ghost watch. <laughs> I think at this point, Merrick is probably doing something very similar to Orden, where it's like, okay, um, we're here for a reason. I know there's some crazy shit going on, but you know, like ghosts and whatever, but just going up and down the stacks. And may- maybe, I don't know if, I don't want to sort of retcon it, but mm-hmm. maybe that's sort of the point at this point. Like, there's nothing else, to, nobody else knows what's to do, so let's just kind of split up, but not go too far away from each other. What about, what about Corey? Um, I think Corey's probably uh, doing the same thing, looking for books, but it's, it's more hasty for her. She's getting a little impatient they've you know been here for a little bit and they haven't come up with anything and all this stuff keeps happening and there are no answers yet so i would say that she's literally just going row through row book by book and sort of aggravatingly opening the book seeing what it's about not what she's looking for throwing it on the floor like not being quiet about it she's okay upset like I know about trees, damn it. Why isn't this helping? <laughs> <laughs> I studied trees for so long just for a situation like this. It's doing nothing for me. Maybe I should have learned to read. <laughs> hey. Um, what about Thantos? Thantos would kind of be following behind Merrick, like three or four footsteps behind him, kind of looking at shelves. Whenever he stops, she'll stop and just... Ooh, interesting and like look at the shelf near her clearly not really caring about the books too much though because she'll like drag her fingers over them sometimes lift one up look inside and then there's no pictures so she'll just put it back and I guess eventually after doing that for a, a while and it's still quiet she'll kind of speak up to Merrick and she's kind of side-eyeing him the entire time too probably not super subtle about the fact that she wants to talk but then Merrick's busy so he's he might not be picking up on it, and then she'll just um, get closer to him while he's looking at one of the books. You know, most gifts or I would lose their shit in a place like this. So Merrick's not going to stop sort of looking through books, but he, but he'll 
he'll be interacting uh, with Thantos. You know, he'll keep moving and sort of scanning and maybe running his hands over things and and whatever. Um, what do you mean exactly? Thantos will uh, kind of like mimicking you, but with not without any of the intent that you have because she's not invested in the intellectual side of this. So like she's making the movements with her hands of looking at books, but just it's clear she's not actually reading them until she sees a picture and then she's like, okay, so that's what this one's about. And then she'll still put it aside. You know, most of them are like huge academics and stuff like that. Most of your people, you mean? Yeah. Like... There's schools all over the place, and that's kind of all they really give a fuck about. Oh, so you mean lose their shit like enjoy it, not freak out. Yeah. Hmm. Like, uh, you know, if someone were to fuck this place up, they'd be kind of pissed, and then she'll kind of look over the books again, and then look down, like tap her hand on the bookshelf, like, fuck, like, and then she'll just look back up. So, do you know who you're going to bring back? <laughs> the scroll, you mean. Uh, this is something that's not common. <laughs> this isn't something that's done. So, this isn't for just bringing back somebody willy-nilly. This is this actually probably belongs somewhere beyond my backpack. Maybe back at the Temple of Korra. Well, you don't even know what I'm talking about. But maybe this belongs somewhere more important. So no, I don't have anybody in particular. No. Why are you asking? I mean, if you don't have anyone, can can I have it? Wait, you, you want... Uh, and he's going to be piecing it together a little bit. Okay, um... And I guess he would stop paying attention to the books and would probably turn directly. Actually, how tall is Thantos compared to Merrick, I wonder? Um, Thantos is five foot two, I believe. It might be shorter. It might be five foot even. Okay. I think Merrick is actually pretty, he's not short, but he's, he's a little bit below average. So I don't think he would have to like bend down or anything, but he would, he would be pretty, focused now like he would stop thinking about the books and be like okay who what happened something happened what's this all about and, he, and he's going to be very caring like this is very genuine from him like okay this is about you right now nothing else really matters what what's what's going on Santos is going to kind of stiffen like god damn it why do you always have to make it all emotional and shit <laughs> that's how she looks like fucking um and she's going to keep her eyes on the bookshelf what does it matter you don't have anyone so why can't i just have it do you know i have dozens if not hundreds of people that i could probably use this on that deserved it i have a a past a history that i'm not particularly proud of so I could use this, then it would be warranted, but what's what's going on? What is this about? This isn't just about giving a scroll away. This is an important artifact, and I know you're trying to play it off pretty 
easy and like it's no big deal, but this is clearly a big deal for you. You can talk to me. She'll kind of look up at Merrick, because I assume he is still taller than her. He's just not super taller than her. Her arms are kind of shaking a little bit, like she just does not know what to do in this situation. She she actually thought it was going to be easy enough of just like, can I have it? Cool, thanks. It, you know what? Never mind. And then she's just going to turn and go back to the books. He's going to gently and, and you know, a caring way, he's going to put his hand on her arm, like shoulder arm, and, and not force her to turn around, but just like, no, hey, hey, come on. What's going on? She is going to immediately pull away and kind of like smack your arm away and say, don't fucking touch me. He'll, you know, he'll do the hands up like, hey, hey, I'm not trying to, <laughs> not trying to hurt anything. I'm just, just trying to care. If you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. I just, look, I know you know that this isn't just a thing that we found, that this is important. And I know you know what it does. So whatever's going on for you, I know it's incredibly important and incredibly valuable to you. You can't, you can't pretend. You don't have to tell me what it is now or later, but just know that there's somebody that will listen to you, okay? She'll kind of like take a breath, but she looks incredibly frustrated, like lips kind of shaking a little bit, eyes lined almost with tears, but refusing, just flat out, fuck no, I'm not going to. And then she'll just bite her lower lip and nod quickly. Okay, I'll... I'll never bring it up unless you do, okay? It's fine. And it's just between us, all right? Don't worry. But the truth is, and he's going to sort of motion to his backpack, this isn't really meant for us. This is this is something more important. We have to get this to the right people, to the right place. This is the kind of thing that isn't, this isn't a, a tiny thing, you know? But I do want to know what's happening for you if you ever need to to talk. And then he's just going to turn around and like, that's it. Like, he's not even going to wait for a response or anything. Just and go right back to very deliberately, just like he's going down the stacks again. And he's just going to try to show Phantos that it's, you know, it's on the back burner. He's not thinking about it, which isn't true. He's totally thinking about it and very concerned and very worried and very, very, you know, heartfelt really really cares Santos is going to kind of just stay in place like she's she's not going to follow him like she had been before let's 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 jump back here to to Orden so during this whole thing everyone's pretty much split up but localized in in one area here in the library because as you've seen there's there's some potentially dangerous stuff like this is there's probably a really good reason that the doors were barred Orden is going to read through this story, which is apparently, it's it's someone being dictated this believed to be wildly embellished story of someone who is completely insane. But 
something definitely happened to this person where they there's some nugget of truth in there they figured so they would they jot it down anyway and it looks like uh, one of the researchers from this place was sent out to to speak to this person a very long time ago now the person they interviewed their their arm was torn off from just from the socket basically the, the, and they apparently received some sort of healing uh, at least so that they didn't bleed to death now it's really unclear whether this person was let go intentionally or if they escaped somehow. But the things that they apparently saw, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's the descriptions of, you know, like, like from, from most people, it's like, oh, it's the, you know, just, just constant hellfire and, and, and pits of demons and everything. This person, this person kind of describes a cold void. Uh, and there are there are terrible abominations there, but it's not it's probably not like the the vision you have most people would have in their heads. Um, there there are demons there of all shapes and sizes, and everything from humongous winged creatures to the tiny little imps that you would see, and they all kind of have one thing in common: is that they are hideously malformed and. They they pretty much only exist for pain and suffering. That that appears to be their entire existence there. Uh, and this person was so irrevocably scarred from this that it was believed that they were just completely insane and were probably making most of it up. But that is what Orton is going to to find in this in this book. Okay. Well, that doesn't. That's certainly not uh, <laughs> not a pleasant find, but. Certainly interesting. I I don't think he's going to focus on it for too long. Um, I think once once he's done, he's going to leave the book on the table, and he's he's trying to be more focused at this point. And so I think he's going to head over to that section. You you mentioned that there were some books that dealt with gods and demon relationships. Mm-hmm. And he's going to head over there and see if he can find any references to Moradin at all. Okay. Um, so while Orton's doing that, what would Kaluna be doing? Standing in the middle of the room, or sort of set in the middle of where everyone else is, mm-hmm. with Pig at their side, sort of like, they have a nervous habit where when they're holding their totem, they sort of pet it with their thumb. Uh, so they're going to be doing that and just sort of on watch for any spooky ghosts popping up again. Okay. Um, Corey. Um, is Corey thumbing through these books really uh, with any attention to detail, or is it more just a quick glance, does this look like something that might pertain to me? If not, blah, and throw it away. Uh, I, I'd say probably more the second one. She's looking for keywords, you know mm. what I mean? Okay. So, But she's also going quickly because this is a humongous library, you know, who knows how long it's going to take for them to find what they're looking for. Right. And just to let you know, hours are passing here. Like it's, it, you guys have mm. been here for a while. Um, do me a favor, roll a perception check. Okay. Are you sure not the, not the, the paper made of trees thing? The nature thing? The yeah. shelves are made of trees, right? The shelves are made of That's trees. That's true. They're just, Nature's fucking everywhere. I We're underground. We are in the earth right now. <laughs> if the dwarf didn't get a bonus. <laughs> 28. Um, Corey is going to pick up a book uh, that is a little, a little on the hefty side. And uh, she's going to start thumbing through it. 
And there are a couple of keywords that are going to jump out, you know, gods, seal, uh, blood moon, that type of thing. Like th- this one's gonna, this one's gonna appear to like have a couple of the. It's like, oh wait, hold on, in the word cloud, uh, in in Corey's mind, like it's like, oh wait, that's okay, hold on. And thumbing through this one, uh, Corey's going to find out some relevant information. Okay. While Corey's reading that, Thantos and Merrick just still looking through books. For, for Merrick, definitely. He's he's just trying to do his part like everybody else is doing. Um, what about Thantos? Just pretty much bored? Yeah, pretty much. Like, no one's told her, hey, we're paying you to sit down and read a book. So she's <laughs> kind of just wandering around, just bored That's... and wishing that she had something better to do. Here's a question. Is Thantos still within, within some close distance to Merrick? Like, can, you know, like I don't think Merrick would just leave her behind. Um, yeah, like she didn't run away or anything. Like she's in the general area. Okay, I was just she, wondering. <laughs> she's ahead. definitely moping. <laughs> right. No, I can imagine, and I and I think you know Merrick is like just. On a related note, hey, hey, Merrick, what's your passive perception? Just curious. Oh, I mean, my. no reason. God, I no. <laughs> you can't ask that. That he can say no if he wants to. I don't even know where to look for that. So <laughs> it's not even a. I don't think it exists. It's like 48 or so. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I really don't know where that is. I'm looking. Just add 10 to your perception. perception. Is that how it works? Yep. What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 20. No, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's 20 something. 25. I think she's going to steal it. <laughs> Why do these things always turn party members against each other? It's crazy. <laughs> so, does Merrick, if if Merrick comes across a book that has artwork and you know illustrations or something like that, he would he would put it on the floor and and kick it or or push it as far as he could, like towards Santos, like like you know, like taking a beer <laughs> down the down a bar, like. He's giving the kid the picture book. Basically. <laughs> give any crayons. <laughs> um, she'll kind of give him a look, but then lean down and pick it up. And when she sees that it's kind of one of the more interesting books, in her opinion, because pictures, uh, she'll <laughs> go sit down kind of crisscross somewhere and just kind of flip through it. That's all. Um, do me a favor, Merrick. Give me a perception roll. 33. Holy shit. Uh, Merrick is definitely going to find something. Sweet. <clears throat> Again, uh, like the, the the it's like okay, we're looking for this and this. You are also going to find one uh, with specific, uh, like the the gods. There's, there's something about the seal in there. There's a little something in there about a ritual. Now, you are going to be reading that. I would say during this entire thing, uh, Corey is is still kind of pouring through the book that that she picked up. And what Corey's going to end up finding out is that. On the continent of Kian, which is the northernmost continent on Theria, the seal that's been talked about now a few times uh, by the witch, and then you're you're going to find mentions of it in this book, uh, acts sort of like like a stopper. It was designed as a focal point for the gods to actually trap the demons. That's what keeps them where they are, and the demons themselves. In every 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 mention in these books, and there there are dates and things, and eventually there 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 are no dates. It's before recorded time in in, in Theria. There there are mentions of events and things like that. That was way way before 
Theria had kind of a unified calendar. Different uh, different races had different ways of tracking time, but eventually the elves kind of got everybody together and was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. We need to we need to kind of focus up here. Here's what we're going to be using. And eventually it was kind of adopted by everyone. The demons have always been here, apparently. There is no story, no matter what time or date you pick up in any of these books, where the demons aren't mentioned in some capacity. And that seal is the one thing right now standing between the demons, their homeland, and the surface world where you guys are. Merrick, uh, you're going to be reading that. Or, well, you're going to be reading your book while, while Corey finds that in another. Would Corey kind of tell the rest of the party about that or just, just kind of continue looking? I think as soon as she realizes that she's got something, she would probably call everybody over to share. But that's after she's done reading right. through it. Um, so the rest of the party, hearing Corey call out and then probably breaking this down to everyone, what would uh, what would the reaction be? Okay, uh, first of all, I mentioned this in the chat, but I think I should get a roll to see if Santos found something really important in that coloring book. Okay, it's not a coloring book. It's an <laughs> important tome of knowledge, but sure. Um, hold on, are there colors in it, Jason? Well, I mean, like... Are the images black and white, or are they colored? I mean, like, there's some color, like, usually yeah. like a red or something like that, just to illustrate... Of course, it's a red. Blood. It's but a coloring book. It's it, a coloring book. Adult coloring books are all the rage, so... They are all the rage. <laughs> I saw Anna posted about it, and I was yeah, like, I, I know. She's in a cult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do I get my roll? <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? I'll give you a roll. Go ahead. Right. What do I roll? Just flat or give me an intelligence check. Okay, intelligence. Uh huh. Just base intelligence. Just, Just check. Base intelligence. Okay. Wow, my intelligence is really high for someone who's stupid. Jesus oh! Christ! <laughs> wow. Guys, is how the Elderin locked away the gods important? I drew a pony. Hold that thought. <laughs> okay. I got a crit, by the way, for people at home. Oh, my. Okay. So, Corey's book goes on to detail, uh, essentially, that the, you know, what the seal was intended for, that there was this huge ritual based around it, and the gods, particularly Vecna, uh, was the one who was supposed to keep watch over that seal and make sure no one fucked with it. Merrick's book is going to go into detail about the ritual that can be done to unseal. It is widely believed that the the instructions for this are in short supply. Like, this may be the only recorded, you know, instruction book on how to do this. Like, and, and this is... There is some emergency provision where this would be necessary or whatever, but that would require a lot of research as to why anybody would want to go do this. Any rational, sane-thinking person. But do you remember when the witch was talking about the blood moon and how there wasn't much time left and how it's kind of a kind of a countdown? Oh yeah. Well, the blood moon rolls around every 30 years. And it is essentially a one-night uh, kind of a one-night uh, eclipse type of thing. On that night with, you know, the right person, you know, the the right amount of energy and some blood, that seal can be opened. Thantos Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm really proud of this. I can't. This is actually really fucking funny because I'm I'm gonna live with you guys. I didn't I didn't plan on anybody really finding this, but she wrote a fucking crit, and I can't yes. I can't not 
I can't not. No. I like it's the, it's the one book that Merrick was like, okay, I don't need this one. <laughs> <laughs> this one's garbage. Here you go. This book is more of a book of uh, kind of like kind of like the one that uh, Orton found, where it's like oh, this guy's crazy, but he's talking about demons, so I gotta write this down. It is rumored, and no one's ever been able to prove it. No one's ever been able to show concrete evidence, but it is rumored that the Eladrin, for some reason, tapped into this seal's power to to seal away the demons and use that to trap the gods. Now, this was done a very, very long time ago, and it's one of those things that is such a... It's such a baseless accusation to make without, without any proof that... It, it's it's hugely slanderous to to a group of people, so it's it's kind of something that's that's that you don't you don't hear people really talk about it ever. And you know, outside of this book, it's one of those things that's kind of forgotten to time. But yeah, that's that's that Thantos is going to find that written in this book. Surely, surely, there's a huge, wonderful, beautiful, and and like very descriptive. Su- illustration. <laughs> no, I mean, super like amazing illustration. That's like a full page or, or two that that sh- that somehow depicts the seal's uh, power being tapped. It's a um, diagram, right? I mean, it is. I mean, I think it's a crit. It's a crit. Here's the thing: blues and reds and yellows and greens. Oh, it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's it's it's. <laughs> the thing is, it is essentially. A diagram, like a written, it's like, well, here's how it's said to be done. Like, it's, it's the same ritual that could, the same ritual that could free the demons could, if this is correct, free the gods. Um, the circumstances would have to be right, though, but, and there is a, there is a gorgeous illustration of, like, men and women of different, different races. Um, but all of them would appear to be psionic in nature. Like it would, th- th- like it's very specific. You have to have a crazy amount of power and focus and, and all that. But multiple people could, could do this, or someone with enough power and, and focus to, to channel this. But the seal isn't that big. So it's not like you could just gather all the scions in the world and do it. it, it's, it it's, it, there's more to it than that. The right person has to do it. I imagine that's the only reason Santos actually got down and read the whole thing. Is like I she would saw imagine. Scion, and then she was like, oh, this is about me. Like That's the only reason she read that passage. Um yeah, I like, I like that. Maybe Merrick saw something about Scion, like you know, written, like on the on the spine or something like that, and was like, oh, there's images in here. Here, you opened it up. There was a picture of someone punching someone. You were like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, here, color this. Santos will kind of look from the book, like as she's reading it, especially the part about the gods being locked away, which is something that she kind of vocally said she didn't believe in earlier. She pretty much thought you guys were all crazy, but now seeing it in this obviously really old book, she kind of keeps looking up from her book at you guys and then back down to continue reading and then back up, like, registering it very slowly that, shit, this might be a real thing. And then she'll probably just close the book and put it in her bag. For right now. (laughs) She's not trying to be a cunt. She's just like, I'm going to sit on this for a minute. It's also going to be apparent that... Uh, reading through this, the, 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 the terms, you know, you know, trapped keeps coming up, but it never specifically says how or where. Uh, almost like the, the writer doesn't know, just not around. Right. Uh, not around missing. And it's, it's 
there's there's it kind of like any good conspiracy theory there's a nugget or two it's like well how do you explain this and it's like you know there's in the documented history of theria there have been times where the gods have intervened and things have gotten so messed up at some points that you're like well surely someone's going to step in and do something it's almost like things are just happening randomly and then you point to the eladrin and it's like and they did kind of become the pinnacle of society for a really long time just kind of they have a monopoly on certain things and it's just no one stepping right. in ever and it's it, there's just a nugget of. I don't exactly remember. Was the were the Eladrin brought up specifically when you were explaining the whole god things, or was that just one of the like, oh yeah, someone locked them away? On a living in theory, I think. Not to... No, I mean when Thantos was getting the. Oh yes, no, the Eladrin specifically. Like okay. that is yeah. Cool. So she does know like oh so this kind of fills in all those blanks. If you believe such thing, yeah. Yeah, so she will put that in her bag for right now. So Corey called everyone over. Mm-hmm. Is that like is, is Santos just sitting there reading it as Corey is telling everyone else what's going on? Or that's kind of how I pictured it. It's up to you. Okay, guys. cool. All right. So you've kind of been handed a heaping helping of new information. Like we kind of got our shit together, kind of paid attention to our instincts and found the right shit. I keep saying shit, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Stuff. <laughs> All right, so who who? So we all sort of came back. Corey called us back, basically. Kind of. I I would think it was more of a like, hey guys, I think I found something, you know. And then if you were to come over, she would show you what she found. All right. Essentially, what Corey found was like a seal, right? Like a picture of a seal. Kind of. I think it was more like the history of it than like the actual practice. History and location. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been expressed, right? Like Corey's big, you know, sort of exposition dump. Yes, exposition dump, and very excitedly, like finally, right. there's a freaking clue. Okay, Guys, so this is awesome sauce. So you've got the history and location of the the seal, like the seal that the witch mentioned, basically. And this, and I, <laughs> I found specifics about a ritual that could unseal that seal. So <laughs> it looks like we're starting to put the puzzle pieces together. If you know where it is and the history of it, and I can find on in here, and he's going to you know, tap the book, the specifics about how to unseal the seal, we're, we're close to understanding what we're supposed to do here. We need to go there. Uh, sounds like that's, that's what we've been That's got to be the next step, for. right? Yeah. Well... If you open this seal and release both the gods and the demons, do you think the gods can seal the demons back up afterwards? (laughs) You have to understand, I don't even know that any of this is real, but the more it goes, the more it feels like there's something to it. To know if the gods could stop the demons or if the demons could stop the gods or if the seal would just be the end of the world as soon as it opened up. We don't know. (laughs) Well, I'm suggesting that there might be more information here. Does opening the seal destroy it? Is there another ritual that we could use to to re-empower it? Like... That's the question. That's... I mean, if... If we've gotten this lucky this quickly, then we've we've just got to keep going. 
I was just asking how long t- technically we've been here. I know you said it's been hours, but um, I would say all total, you guys have been here for probably like six, seven hours. Santos is kind of listening to this with a noticeably different level of attentiveness than the other times that gods have been discussed, though that could maybe be attributed to the fact that she's still pissed off at Merrick for not giving a stroll. And then after all of this has gone over, she's going to kind of pause for a second and go, so why do you guys even want the gods free in the first place? If this is all real. Corey's immediately going to look to the floor, but say anything. If the gods have been trapped, it's kind of upon us to um, untrap them. And Merrick's going to be looking at Corey the whole time he says that. But not expecting Corey to look at him. But you guys are talking about releasing demons, too. And so what if they're stuck in mortal bodies? So are we. Why shouldn't they have to deal with it? The problem is, as you saw a little bit ago uh, with our new friend, Darmok, um, there's a little bit more to it. The demons are making a play for it. They're, they're going to find a way out. There's a demon army that's being put together. What could happen here is that the demons take over and there's nothing to fight back. So the idea is, if we can bring the gods back, and if they've been trapped, then maybe they could be the ones to stop the army. Otherwise, it's going to be complete hell. Theria won't be what we've ever known it to be. Everybody's going to die. Everybody's going to be enslaved. Who knows? But the point is, is that if the demons can make their way out and there's nothing to stop them, then we failed. So this is our best plan, I guess. So we're just hoping that they'll come to our rescue. Yep. Wouldn't it make more sense to try to get stronger than the demons ourselves? I can't imagine how to do something like that. This isn't fighting a couple of creatures that attack us in the middle of the night. This is a hole opening up and demons spilling out of it into our domain and making it theirs. I don't know how to become more powerful than the demons, if that's the case. Do you have any ideas? Francis is going to kind of look back to where they saw Darmok and then look back over to Merrick. He didn't seem that scary to me. I might Merrick's- have to roll a bluff track. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing I have to do? If you were, I barely soiled myself at all. Like if it's <laughs> if it's if you actually were afraid, then yeah, I would. Okay, I'm gonna roll a little bluff check just because <laughs> she was like, at the worst, her her voice would shake a little bit. But let's see. Oh, she's fine. <laughs> she wasn't scared. She wasn't scared no bit. Right, I assume. Yes. Twenty nine. <laughs> You weren't scared, and that's fine. And it's because you don't know anything about what's behind that barrier. And he's going to be pointing back to wherever wherever they saw Darmok. You don't know what that is. If you had any idea what was trapped there, and the fact that there's a, even a barrier between us right now, you'd be thanking your lucky stars. It's enough for him to be out by himself in the world. And it looks like he's just one of the generals in an army. So 
you don't have to believe a word I'm saying, and I know you don't know what I'm talking about, but this is important. And Merrick's going to, when he says this is important, he's going to look back at Corey. Santos is going to follow his eyes, like, kind of looking at Corey expecting, expectantly, because she hasn't said very much about this, but it all seems to revolve around her. Uh, she's going to look up and just sort of, like, give a, like, a, a little nod, like, freaking finally, thank you, and but not saying that. And she's just going to sort of slam the book in her hands to close it, put it under her arm, and say, can we... Can we just focus on what is the next step, please? Santos will kind of shrug, like, okay, I said whatever I wanted to say. I think Merrick would just say, all right, let's spread out, look harder. We've got to find more. So you guys are going back to pouring through books. I think that's the only next step that Merrick would think of to do. Okay. Is like, what well, we got lucky. We found a couple of bits of information that seemed really important. You know, maybe that's like... That's a sign. Like, let's keep going. Maybe there's way more that we can find. Okay, sweet. Can I change my my hashtag filters for what I'm looking for, Jason? Sure. Sure. <laughs> I mean, we hate you for using the term hashtags, but yeah, go ahead. Huh? <laughs> Instead of like, uh, well, still gods, but also like identities and whereabouts, locations, things like that. Sure. Okay. Now this feels like a really old search engine. Like, like maybe, <laughs> maybe it's like Yahoo's kind of accurate. I'm just going to type in as many of the keywords as I can think of. I used to do that all the time. Like yeah. when I couldn't think of the title of a book, I'd be like, girl goes to market, meets strange man with gray hair, purple caterpillar. And then it would give me the book title. Corey's going to find something uh, with that, with that crit. Uh, sort of in that same section that she found this other book, uh, there is going to be one that, that kind of goes into these these rituals, like the actual uh, rituals that, that, that sealed away the, the demons. And again, this is more based on rumor, and it's it's kind of comparing the two. I imagine Corey's going to crack that one open and, and start pouring through it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So while she's doing that, the rest of you guys are uh, are, are going to be researching. I would like everyone in the vicinity to please roll a perception check. Okay. Damn, I love not having shitty perception. That's, that's so awesome. <laughs> oh shit, look at that! Oh, let's see. Everyone except for Orden. Hi, loser. Everyone except for Orden is going to hear something faint. And it takes it takes the group just a little while to to kind of figure out what that is because it's it's a familiar sound but it's really out of place and it's it's kind of one of those things where you hear something that's like am I hearing that right and and everyone just sort of pauses and gets real quiet and faintly from the back portion of the library where you came from where the mural was and 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 all that you're going to hear this melodic, carefree whistle. Good. And it just it just sort of echoes. It'll kind of go on for a little bit, then get silent, then go on for a little bit, then get silent, and it, it kind of goes on like this for a while. Is it any specific tune we would recognize? Or is it just whistling? It, it just seems to be absent-minded whistling, just 
like this person has not a care in the world. Are there any other distinguishing characteristics? Like, is it clear that it's like a, a male voice? It's or a male a voice, but that's that's yeah, that's pretty much it. It, it doesn't take uh, uh, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out. I think it's the mural. Okay, good. <laughs> Bingo. I think it's one of the skeletons. Like they don't have lips, but they've been practicing. Exactly. For a long, long time. Seriously, I really like the idea of Darmok being like the cat that you like told it to stop doing something, so it knocks over the water vase, <laughs> just glaring at you. I just imagine if if Merrick sort of pieces it together and thinks, okay, that's fucking Darmok, he would just close his eyes, like. Uh, it would not be a happy feeling. Kaluna would stop what they're doing. I, I meant to say this, but I was muted. But Kaluna was sort of patrolling the area, just sort of like they're antsy. They've been locked up for six hours. <laughs> so they're just sort of wandering around. And then they're going to, whenever they hear that, they're going to bolt back over to where Merrick is. Um. <laughs> so Merrick hasn't been interacting a whole lot with Kaluna because there's been so much like urgency going on. Um, so I think he would be really glad to see Kaluna a little like it feels like home, right? A little bit more just safe. And to be lighthearted, he would say, Oh, I'm glad you're here. Hey, why don't you why don't you go talk to Darmok? I think he's he's asking for you. Kaluna's going to smack him, like on the arm, just like, hey, fuck off. Because, like, they're clearly, like, panicking. Like, you can see the fear in their eyes. So they're just going to give him a little whack. Orden and Merrick are going to find different passages here and there. A lot of, a lot of recapped things were, were stories told from a different, uh, a different perspective or light or, or, or person. But a lot of it seems to be going over the same, uh, the same things. Anytime you do find any information about the seal, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of scant. All of them do seem to agree on the location. The, the the continent of Kian as far north as as possible. Actually, do me a favor. Now that you've you've found kind of a confirmation of that, Orden and Merrick, do me a favor. Uh, give me a history or nature on the continent of Kian and uh, see oh, how much you guys on. know about that. <laughs> <laughs> you already critted your thing. I'll I'll whatever. Fine. <laughs> I'm gonna stand over here and remove. Trust me, you found something juicy. I'll I'll let you. Hmm. Okay. So Orden wouldn't know a ton about it, but both of you, first of all, would know that it is a frozen wasteland. <laughs> Traveling, just getting there means that you're you're going to have to take a ship. Just getting anywhere near the continent is is difficult. You're you're talking terrible stormy seas, icebergs, and then just the creatures in the water. Then getting there. <laughs> Merrick would know that traditionally there are no known settlements on Kian. Uh, it is so uninhabitable that no one lives there by choice. It, it's not. Uh, it's it's not a place that you go to to live. But there are plenty of creatures that live there. Uh, beasts of of most you know mostly notable like huge like we're talking uh, like we're talking bears and worms things like that white dragons actually they they they're they're right at home there so it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty nasty place to go great let's go let's just all right let's call the uber right <laughs> 
Corey's going to find out two very relevant bits of information to you guys. One is that apparently, and again, this is, this is if you believe the thing about the Eladrin, if you believe the thing about the gods, all that. The demon thing is pretty much, you know, that these, these researchers pretty much took the demon thing as, no, that's concrete. This is, these are where the demons are. This is, you know, but the, the, the whole gods being trapped in human bodies, or, well, being trapped, they, you know, they didn't even really go into much detail beyond that. But the gods being trapped and out of the way, all of that's kind of, you know, the science isn't in yet. But if you were to believe that, and you guys would maybe have the inside track, it is believed that there are two separate rituals. One that would release the demons, and one that would release the gods. The problem is, you can only perform one during the blood moon. Mm. And that does tie into something that the witch said previously. She kind of mentioned that it's a race against time. Okay. Okay. Okay, wait. Okay. All right. Check. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, we're all... Okay. 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 Would Corey relate this to the rest (laughs) of the party? Okay. I I think because the last time she gathered the group, it did not work how she wanted it to. She is going to make a beeline towards Merrick specifically. Ooh. So uh, Merrick would just be like thumbing through these books, and and you know, um, Corey would find find Merrick there. So she is going to go up to Merrick, and without saying a word, she is going to open the book and point right at where it says. That it's either going to be the demons who get there first or us and look directly at him and say, do you see what a race against time we are actually at? We need to go now. We need to get there first. Merrick would take the book, you know, sort of like really wanting to to study it for a second and read it like probably four or five times, right? Just over and over and over, just trying to understand and make sure he gets it. And then he's going to look at Corey and hand the book back and just say, fuck. Uh, yeah, we gotta go. <laughs> right? Um, I don't see any other option. Because if they get there first, Fairy is fucked. Like, there is yeah. no alternative here. Do you want to know one more interesting tidbit about the two rituals? No. Okay. Nah, I think I'm good. No, okay. we're good. Yeah. Okay, cool. We've got what we need, Jason. Yeah, okay. we just got, sit we, back. I think we've got basically everything. <laughs> hey, I, I don't I, I don't want to intrude. I don't want to force stuff on you. Okay, um, the bit's over. You tell us now. Yeah, tell us. Oh. <laughs> um uh, to answer Warden's question in the chat, yes, it has to be performed during the blood moon. Yep. That's what that's what Merrick was starting to to start thinking about was right. okay, but what if we're both doing it at the same time and who's this other person doing it? And I anyway. Well, Two interesting tidbits. One, the ritual has to be performed at the seal. Right. Two, the only difference between the two rituals is a simple incantation. They are exactly the same except the words spoken. What the fuck? Okay, so that means the demons need Bree. Or an equally powerful scion. Yeah, Jamie, don't be rude. Let's go collect scions. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... We only know of three scions right now, anyway. Mm-hmm. None of them are currently possessed by a demon. <laughs> so that's good. Well, okay, so here's my thing, though, is 
the witch was pretty specific in wanting Bree. You know what I mean? Because Dagon was there and she didn't really care. True. You know what I mean? Like she was very specific about wanting Bree. Right. She There's said something it had to, to make Bree's body. So go get it, Bree. It may have to do with with power. Maybe she maybe she understands that Bree with the right either the right training or the right uh, focus would be even more powerful than any than any other scion that she's been around or something. So Corey is going to look very seriously at Merrick and say, I don't care what it is we decide to do, but we need to do it now. Yeah, I'm with you. What else do we need from here? What else do we need to know? What What are we missing? What puzzle piece do we need? Uh, her face is going to sort of soften, and she's just going to say, I don't know if it's of any help, but it was of extreme interest to me to see if and who the other gods were and where we might find them. But that might delay the bigger picture here. I don't know if it's of importance or not. Listen, we're we're in a place that probably doesn't have that information, but if any place does, maybe it's worth a look. I mean, we're here. We have time to get where we need to go, but we need to rush. Rather than running out of here right this second, why don't we just see if there's anything else we can find? She's going to nod, like, sort of like, okay, she's getting calmed down, you know. Head on her shoulders is coming back. Okay, we'll we'll stay, we'll do some more research, but I don't think we should stay more than a day. No, no, we'll... We'll find everything else we can find. We'll f- find any other puzzle pieces that we can possibly find to, to put this together. But I was going to say, when when the sun rises, you know, we'll we'll start getting our stuff together. But I don't even know what time of day it is anymore. But mm. does we'll Kalina have ourselves. an internal clock that we can <laughs> check? You know what? Give me a nature check. Whatever. Let's let's try. I was say, that, that's actually kind of makes sense because there are Damn. a lot of different plants that. Have yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. twenty-seven. I would say yes. We're gonna make that canon. I like it. I love it, especially <laughs> since I I have this idea in my head that Kaluna like gets really really tired at night. Like they can't <laughs> handle it. They're like, there's no sun. We gotta sleep, guys. Um, I, I would say right now it's getting on evening, and and Kaluna would know that. Kaluna is part cactus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Kalun will sort of like rub at their eyes a little bit, but they won't say anything. They'll just sort of. Okay, so we've got evening. We're we're gonna get tired. We're gonna need to get some rest. We can take turns, but as long as we get a little bit of rest at some point, we could start up after that a little bit in the morning time and and do a little bit more research just with fresh eyes, and then we can take off. And we got to make a plan. Is that is that okay? Is that fair? That sounds fine with me, just as long as we actually follow through. I don't know if everyone in the group is on board. I know I'm on board, and I know Kaluna's on board. I don't know about our newest friends, but I can't see why they're not with us. So, I know this is urgent, I know this is essential, and I'm with you. And I get it. So, let's make it happen. Let's let's do everything we can to find whatever information we can, anything else in this library while we're here, because hell if I'm ever coming back here. 
Could everyone in the party do me a favor and roll an intelligence check? I'm tired. Something is going to occur to Thantos. So, so Thantos, like, is kind of pacing around, like, kind of doing what Kaluna's doing now. Like, she's had enough of the books, she's bored, so she's just pacing, and she looks kind of antsy and annoyed. Then she's going to kind of look over to Corey and approach. She's going to ask, So, what do you have to do with all of this? She's going to sort of look matter-of-factly back at Thantos and just say, I just have an interest. Like, sort of just passing it off. Which is true. It's not the whole truth. I think we have a rule about that. Yeah, it's 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 called the Marcus Gambit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so do I? What do I do? Do I have to roll a? That's a bluff. I'm sorry. Bluff check. Yeah. One second. Let me see my passive. My passive perception, I believe, is 29. So this would be passive insight. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, passive insight. <laughs> 24. Ah, Damn it. (laughs) Fucking liar. (laughs) But you can only barely tell I'm lying. (laughs) Right. Can't really read. Like, your face is really high, so, like, I have to squint. You just see my chin. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I mean, I've seen Corey's art. That's not what... (laughs) (laughs) Something tells me your breasts are lying, madam. (laughs) They jiggle when I'm lying. (laughs) And all the other time. (laughs) Okay, so you're clearly lying. Not clearly, okay. (laughs) I didn't botch that, right? No. No, I'm just really insightful. I like to think it comes from Santos thinking everyone's lying all the time anyway. So she'll kind of just shrug. Like, she doesn't really care. She just wanted to see if you'd be honest, and now she knows. So, do you know when the next blood moon is? At all? I want to say that the witch said we had three months. Is that correct? She was but I don't know how very... long it's been since then. That's the thing. She was very loose about the time. She said you okay. have less than three months. And at this point, it would be still less than three months, not less than two months. It hasn't been that long, I don't think. Well, again, I mean, it's been a bit. Yeah, it's been a bit, but it's 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 uh, to you guys, it's been um, a little over a week. I mean, would I be able to roll a nature check to see if I do know what a blood moon is and when it would that's, be? Um, yes, that's actually. I fair. thought you were I'm... about to argue. Like, can I roll a nature check to replace that bluff? <laughs> <laughs> Trees are made of lies, so I could. <laughs> you hide behind Kaluna. Oh come on! Oh. Let's, let's see. How old is Corey? Uh, let me figure that out. Well, it doesn't say in here. Less than 30. Oh, yeah, definitely. She's, yeah, she's... Corey wouldn't have been around for the last Blood Moon, so there no, would be... Would yeah, not. so... Nope. Okay. You want to phone mm, a friend? Yeah, I was going to say, ask your friend. Be like, hey, other nature... Oh, that's a great idea. Shall <laughs> I was sure? about to say, like, yeah. every insult, and I was like, wait. <laughs> I'm not that close. Hey, Bushback, get over here. <laughs> I, I almost said that other nature bitch, and I was like, maybe I shouldn't say that. Wow. <laughs> the other nature birch. Hey! <laughs> oh. 
And I think it's a good time to stop for the night, everybody. Let's, uh... <laughs> I just hurt my arm from clapping on it. Ow. That's a good I time to stop DNR. Yeah, that's... I think we're done. <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down. I'm going to go get a job in a factory. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Um, All they make in California is guacamole, so. <laughs> <laughs> Almonds and guacamole. And fire. That's it. Could work at a fire factory. Fire. Yeah, that's true. I could work at a fire factory. Corey is going to, realizing that she doesn't know what technically a blood moon is, she's just sort of been going off what the witch says, she's going to ask Kaluna, Kaluna, have you or or any of your kind heard of the Blood Moon, and, and would you be able to know when the next one's going to be? Kaluna will put a finger to their chin. Hmm, no. <laughs> <laughs> the Blood Moon evades us all. <laughs> Can I just say that I'm really shocked that no one thought to, like... Check into this. This it's it's such a crucial part of the. I just thought it was like a thing that people knew about, you know, like something that they throw parties for. Like Merrick suggests. Merrick suggests to the party that we all go search for books about the blood moon and when it is, (laughs) and when it is, and how to calculate when the next one will be. Go. One, two, three, go. Trying to figure out when your parents do that. May I roll a perception to see if I knew before I even asked Corey? Oh, you little shit. May I? Wait, wait, wait. A perception to know... A nature to know if I knew when the next blood moon was and was just seeing if they knew. I'll allow it. Oh! Fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking asshole. What oh pact with the devil did you make to get these dice rolls tonight? I don't know. Um, I'm just going to keep enjoying it. Like, seriously, this is the best you've ever rolled consecutively. And the best part is, Sanchez isn't intellectual at all. Like, that's the opposite. No. Like, I, but she like, definitely is the type who would be an asshole and know something and ask someone else if they knew. Like, do you ever... Th- okay. Like, do you remember when... Like anytime Kaluna just knows a thing, it it's just like I picture. Where the fuck did you get that from? Right, that's. It's I, a... I don't know. I saw a picture. Mm-hmm. I was flipping through a magazine one day, and I just figured out. So after Merrick is like, everyone look for when the blood mood is. Santos will kind of be like, I I know when it is. Naturally, <laughs> just kind of raise. Yeah, that that nasally. Corey is going to roll her eyes so hard. <laughs> Kaluna is going to like just glare at Thantos like you motherfucker. Nature's our thing. You stay off the west side. Embarrassing <laughs> in front of my friends. <laughs> Nobody fucks with me and my clique. Actually, Thantos would just so happen to know about uh, the 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 Blood Moon uh, cycle wise, like when the next one would be coming up. The next full moon, where the the blood moon would come in, that that's actually in the month of Rangway, which is uh, from the date you guys are in now. You have less than two months. Oh, great! It's the fourth, the fourth of Rangway, and that is that would be <laughs> just uh, a couple of days after the first day of winter in Theria. 
Oh, good. So it'll be a little chilly when we get there. Winter is coming. Yes. When we get to the winter wonderland, it'll be extra cold. Right. Frozen wasteland in winter. That's smart. (laughs) That sounds lovely. You know what the good news is, though? It's going to be really cheap to get a ship um, (laughs) at this time of year. So we'll be in good shape. I can hunt for furs for us. I just realized we keep going to Kaluna's personal hells. Yeah. (laughs) It's 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 because Kaluna hates everything. Hi, I'm Merrick. Nice to meet you. Let me take you on a tour of everything you despise and hate and really, really want to die because of. It's been it's been so great so far, but now it's like, hey, we're gonna go underground all day. Oh, we need to go to an Arctic hellhole. Don't worry, we'll fly into the air next. We'll get to Umanero. Oh right. yeah, we'll hang out on the floating city. That's safe. All right, so Santos will kind of just smugly say that after everyone's starting to, like, walk away to find the right book. She'll just be like, dumbasses. <laughs> Corey's not even going to turn around. She's just going to continue to go look for books. <laughs> She's going to stop, hear what you have to say, roll her eyes, and continue to look. Like, there's no for, like, possible <laughs> way that that's accurate. <laughs> you right. fucking like, Fuck you. It's like this You're fucking like, what, kid. 12? Yeah, this kid <laughs> walks in here. You're like, what, 12 is one of my favorite things to say. I know he's <laughs> younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how long does it take Corey to find out that Thantos is right? Because Thantos will be staring directly at her. <laughs> Just watching her the whole time, standing at her shoulder. a lot like hey, our real life something? relationship, in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've heard you both on the show enough to know. <laughs> like, this isn't a revelation. <laughs> Like, Santa's gonna cross her arms and follow Corey to find the book. Oh, yeah, let's find go find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone do me a favor, roll a perception check. I love perception checks. Hey, Jason. Mm-hmm. Hot damn! Um, oh, crap. I don't think I've time. been with the group at this point, because this conversation happened with Merrick. Oh, come on. Uh, Corey specifically stated she wasn't calling a... Uh, gathering of people. So do you want me to make this perception check or not? Right, because what happened was Corey and Merrick were talking, and then they mm-hmm. separated, and then Phantos mm-hmm. approached Corey. Mm-hmm. Corey then called out to Kaluna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, Kaluna was with Merrick. Merrick well, and, and yeah, Kaluna was with Merrick anyway, so technically Odin was That's there. the thing. The thing about the library is, unless you're unless you're whispering, like you're going to hear that there's a conversation going on. Right. And being as how you're all researching, and then there's kind of a gathering, I mean, you'd probably piece together it's like someone found something at some point i just if i just assumed you walked over there right if you, and, go ahead sorry if you if you want to if you want to make a canon that you didn't that's that's totally fine i think that i'm uh completely like morden is my goal at this point gotcha. so i don't think i've left this section gotcha totally okay um so you go ahead and roll a perception for a completely different thing okay hmm okay uh, what the fuck, Thantos? Okay. <laughs> She's hacked the table. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Hmm? Merrick and Thantos are both going to find the, the, the same book at the same time. Their hands touch like in a rom-com. <laughs> That's oh, not God. what's relevant here. Oh, my God, you read Hemingway, too? <laughs> that means we're meant for each other. This is so relevant. <laughs> we all saw this coming. I mean, let's be honest. Right. Let's, let's... <laughs> An epic romance. Right. Between Merrick and this 14-year-old. She can braid your mustache. 
As if sure. that doesn't already happen. Come on. To be honest, between the two, Merrick would know how to braid. Thantos would not. <laughs> That's probably true. I can imagine, though, that, that Kaluna has has braided. <laughs> uh, definitely one of their favorite pastimes is braiding the mustache. While he sleeps. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All right, the book. Book. Thantos and Merrick are going to find this book at the same time. And the reason that's relevant is that, being as how the Blood Moon specifically ties into this entire thing, there is an entire book charting the cycles of the Blood Moon for thousands of years to come. Now, finding the specific date and page, it's going to become very evident that Thantos was indeed correct. <laughs> Bullshit. So, not only was Thantos correct, but she found the book before Korg? <laughs> if a fist can, fight were to occur, I'd understand. Can Thantos okay. is going to take the book away from Merrick, walk over to Cory, oh, and God. point to the section. Oh, okay, okay, wait, perfect. Cory is going to be like, oh, can, can I see that for a second? And she's going to take the book and she's going to put it on the highest shelf. <laughs> 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 and just be like, thanks, and sort of like clap her hands and walk away. <laughs> I don't need it anymore. I proved I was right. That's actually what Santos is going to mumble as she follows by. <laughs> it's so weird when our real sisterhood comes out right. into roleplay. <laughs> Because that is exactly what would have happened in real life if we were in this situation. Mm-hmm. Except I'm actually taller than Jamie. I think you are. I'm not going to debate that. Yeah, I'm, I'm like half an inch taller than Jamie. Okay, so how's it going with uh, Orden and Morden? <laughs> Orden and Morden. Oh, that's a children's television workshop program we have to pitch. I- <laughs> yes. Orden and Morden. Wait, can it not be a children's program? Can it be like an adult swim program, like Moral Oral? <laughs> Definitely a Patreon show. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, we lost cooking up with Merrick. Technically, I mean the bit. It, but now we need a new show to pitch. Yeah, no, that's the next thing. I I'm still voting for fucking Kaluna and Darmok have weird conversations for some reason. <laughs> I'm down for a Kaluna talk show. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like Bert and Ernie. They just live together for no reason. <laughs> um, the problem is with uh, with the eighteen that Orden rolled, there's not really going to be too much like new information about Orden, just a breakdown of, you know, uh, who the god is, what the, all stuff that Orden would kind of know already. It's not, um, there's not really a lot of relevant new information out there. The only other notable thing is the, the whole God's Trap theory. It, it kind of plays, it's one of those, like, the conspiracy theory thing, where it's like, there's a nugget of truth, it's like, how come there hasn't been any new legendary weapons created how come there hasn't been any new like weapons supposedly touched by the gods type of thing and it's explain that like that kind of thing right um, but that's pretty much the only information that that Orden's gonna find okay he will keep at it he is persistent i don't know i, I think at some point merrick would want to to get back to the central tables and you know push everything out of the way if there's stuff on the table and and put the the relevant tomes and the relevant books you know, sort of all in the same place and start trying to collect all of this together in one place to see, I don't know, if they could carry it with them or if he's going to have to actually rip parts out of books 
to make sure that they keep this information with them. Um, Could you imagine if Jazzia was here? Oh, man. <laughs> She'd be so pissed. She'd be so mad. Don't tell I mean, Mom. I, th- I feel like that makes the most sense. I think Merica would be like, uh, and probably probably say out loud, like, I'm so sorry, Jadzia, and he would rip out the irrelevant <laughs> sections. Wait, 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 wait. I'm, a, I'm a big lady. Can I just carry them in my sack? Ha! <laughs> uh, hey guys, I mean, let's just put them in Corey's sack. I feel like I could carry a couple books. That's fine. I just don't know how much, you know, I don't know what the volume of this is. Right. Get I know it. one is really fun. big. Uh, yeah. A lot of these What's books... the volume of Corey's sack? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, Corey, I didn't realize you had a sack, but that's really interesting. Yeah, it's. I think I can handle it because it's pretty large, mm. if you know what I'm saying. You know that's not a thing guys brag about, right? I honestly feel like a 12-year-old. Like, okay, tiny stick. Okay. I feel like there's some, like, okay, like, Bree's impression of masturbation is always very angry. I, I just want to, <laughs> like, debunk a couple of rumors. <laughs> that's not... Okay. What's wrong with that? But, I don't understand. <laughs> not, to, not to completely derail everything that we're doing with playing D&D and everything, but that yeah, has never on. made sense to me because of the fact that with women, men find the, the boobsicles attractive. Which is because of reproduction and all that crazy stuff. So why don't people find the testicles attractive? Because that's all reproductive. Have you seen? Have you seen a ball sack? I'm just just saying, if in our DNA it's to procreate, then people should find the testicles more attractive. Testicles, but that's not. I I just, I just want to say that not all guys find breasts attractive, like big boobs attractive. That's not always true. But the and plumpness about- does matter. And if, if there were it any plumpness does. in the testicle area, I'm sure that's something. But there is none, usually. Right. That's I don't know. If there is, there's a problem. I mean, Maybe the- it's just me. I find them very fun. I just want to <laughs> turn them off sure. with a switch. I just want to turn them off. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they twitch a little bit like Frankenstein's monster? <laughs> does it have like a... Like a, like a like turning on a generator type noise, like if you flip the switch. I'm full Do they of need regret. time to like spin up? That like, is there like, can you give me like 30 minutes? I just turned the testicles on. They got to have time to warm up. You'll be able to tell. You'll be able to tell. Oh my God. This, you know, the thing is the walls are thin enough that I know Elle is hearing half of this conversation. Like she's hearing all that. She's going to think this is what the show is about. And I, I, I have to explain that later. It's not? I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it is. You'll have to listen. Eric's going to leave. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Guys, we are in the biggest library ever. Is there a Therian equivalent Karma Sutra? Oh my God. I think you're in the wrong library because any. Like demonically brand Kama Sutra you're gonna find on, is Jason. But there is one, is what you're saying. I I'm I'm well, I mean, like, okay, look, there's there's you have to listen to living in Theria. Yeah. Um, well I am I'm, I'm just I had to describe to a cast member one time, like, they wanted to have sex with an orc. I had to explain to them any loving you're gonna get from an orc you're not gonna want. <laughs> Same kind of thing with demons. Okay, 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 okay. For real though. Merrick would try to put all those books together and would start thinking like, do I need to rip these things out? If if I don't know if he's having a discussion with anybody. Is anybody else around? Is Corey there to say like, no, I can carry this shit? 
I would be there. If we're, if you are bringing all of the essential books, yeah. two of which she is carrying. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes, Good she point. will be there. Okay, cool. Well, then I think the conversation would be like, how are we going to carry all this stuff? But we, I mean, it's not that we have to. It's just that shouldn't we keep this stuff with us to make sure that we understand what we're doing? Or should we trust our memories? I say we bring it with us. There's no saying, like, if we continue to read through what context we can take later, I'm yeah. willing to carry them if no one else is. Okay. I mean, we can split them up between us all. I just wanted to make sure that we weren't carrying stuff we didn't need. That's that's great. Mm-hmm. Carry whatever you can and we'll split it up. Okay. Thank you. No probs. I just don't want later to be like, oh, hey, this thing that we didn't know was a thing yeah. was in that book that we left at the library, you know? Right. The librarian is going to be so pissed, though, if we don't bring these back. What else do we need to know? Is there anything left on our list? Like, what do we need to, to be able to figure out? We know where to go. We know when to go. And basically, it's now. <laughs> yeah. We've got the ritual. Mm-hmm. Actually, here's a question, Jason. You did say that Merrick found the, the, the ritual specifics to unseal the seal. Is it true that Corey found more i mean she she found out that that it's the same ritual that there are two separate rituals right mhm but does that mean that we have both rituals that's the thing that you found out that there are two separate rituals the one for the demons is actually right there because that is not common knowledge but i mean to these people it's like well of course they'd have that the one for the gods is actually there are many people here in the well that that used to live here that kind of don't believe any of that. Uh, it's more of a conspiracy theory. So the exact words aren't there, but it is pretty much, okay, yes, that is that is the same ritual, just different words are spoken. That is as much as they know. They don't know the words. So we don't even have, if we wanted to release the gods, we don't even have the way to do that. We, we know roughly mm-hmm. what to do, but we don't even, we couldn't do it if even if we had all the power and could teleport ourselves to the seal and have no problem. We couldn't do it. Is that? That it, currently we as a party cannot. However, I believe from when we went to the witch, the plan was to gather information, figure out what we could do. Mm-hmm. Then if we cannot come up with another way that doesn't involve breaking the seal and destroying all of Theria, we would return to her I don't know. I don't know if this is what everyone was planning on doing, but we would return to her at that point so that we could do whatever ritual it was that she needed to do to release the gods. But now that I'm knowing that there are two different, like two different spells to do to do this, and they're only one phrase or so off, I'm a little uncomfortable with letting her do it. If we can do it, that would be way better. Do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. Am I babbling? <laughs> no, it's like I'll if I had the keys, both of those keys myself, I would trust myself to to do it. But I I don't trust the witch further than I can throw her. Mm, I think that is where our characters separate. <laughs> like physically, like you, Corey. Physically, like oh well, you go okay, over goodbye. there then. <laughs> <sighs> Everyone in the party, do me a favor, roll a perception check. I'm on a roll with the nines today. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so everyone in the party. Awesome. 
everyone in the party is going to hear a noise. Uh, this is unlike the noise that you've been hearing constantly, by the way, in the back. Often on just that, that, that melodic whistling every once in a while. That is going to cease. But a new noise is going to <clears throat> sort of erupt out of nowhere. And it's going to sound like... Um, like someone grabbing the pages of a book and you know flipping through it really quickly or something. And then after a couple of seconds, it's going to become clear that it's fluttering, like the flapping of wings. And then sort of bursting onto the scene is going to be a white raven. And it is going to circle the party in the air, these pretty high vaulted ceilings in this library. And then it is going to flutter down and come to rest on Corey's bracer. Hey. Cool, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kalin is going to be delighted to see something new from the outside. Because <laughs> again, the sky is like the, the doors are <laughs> we just open. talk to the bird. Like, hey, what's it like out there? In half a day, calm down. It's Did been you twenty see years. The sun today. <laughs> I mean, birds are made of trees, so <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a new one, isn't it? I feel like that one's gonna stick. I I, I like <laughs> it. Okay. Uh, it does appear to have a note attached to it. Okay. Uh, at first, Corey's going to be like super surprised, and then she's going to remember, like, oh, yeah, that's a thing that can happen. It's a white raven. Who could have sent it? <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to sort of look around at the party um, with, with uh, her arm extended out and just sort of carefully take out the note and read it. Can Kaluna pet the bird while she reads the note? Ooh, herself. Corey is going to read through this this letter, and her face is obviously going to start to uh, not contort, but it's it's she's getting more upset as she reads through the letter, and she's not getting sad but angry. And immediately she is going to crumple up the note, stuff it in her pocket, and say out loud, I'm leaving now. If anyone is going to follow me, the opportunity lies here. And she's going to start walking out. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Kaluna's going to pull the little pig that they carved and sort of run after her and sort of like... Just sort of put it in her hand as she goes. She'll take a minute to to hold it. <laughs> she's like she'll hold it in her hands and look at you and be like, "Thank you, sincerely, nature sister, or I, I don't nature sibling, nature buddy, <laughs> nature, nature buddy, bro. yeah, nature they, nature, nature they." Uh, but she's gonna continue to walk out, like slowly letting go. But keeping the the little figurine. Very Fantas determined. Is, Fantas is just gonna kinda of look over at Merrick, like, what now, boss? Like whatever. Seriously, you Merrick want. is like, like, like oh, what God. the f <laughs> he, he's gonna run after you have all the books! <laughs> yeah, wait, yeah. First of all, And the thing <laughs> What thing? The uh, the bird thing. <laughs> oh. I for, wait, 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 Corey. You, uh, first of all, you've got you're taking the books away in the second. What's going on? What happened? What's happening? And where are you going? Bree is in danger. And she's going to sort of pull out the crumpled piece of paper 
and say, this was her goodbye letter. She is going to die. And that is my primary goal is to keep her alive. I need to go get her. And she's just going to bluntly continue walking out. Like that is all she is focused on. Does she leave the books? <laughs> I, I, I don't think she Did would. she hand over the note? She handed over the she note. She could just be lying. Like, it's just like, BRB lol. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I Merrick... invited you guys to come, but she is leaving now. Yeah. Did she it. leave the note with the, uh, the party? Uh, yeah, she probably, when, when Merrick chases after her, she'd probably, like, when she takes out the crumpled piece of paper and says, this is her goodbye letter, she'll, like, throw it into his hand and then turn around and continue walking. He, he wouldn't, he'd, he'd keep it, but he wouldn't even be reading it. He's, he's trying, he's flipping out. Like, wait, 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 no, Cory, the books, we at least need the books. She's going to stop, but not turn around. She wants those books too. (laughs) Okay. She is going to slowly pan around to Merrick and say, I will give you a fair trade. All of these books for the scroll. No. Can Dude, Santos Brie hear could that? be dead. She doesn't know. Can Santos hear that, though? Uh, is Corey making an effort to whisper? I would say that this is intended just for Merrick. I, because I he's the only one who chased after her. So, uh, in, in perception check? <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna say it would have to be a high one. God damn it, the first time I wanted a high one. So this is this is let's let's canonically let's describe this scene. Merrick is the one who chased after Corey. Corey is a distance away from the party. The party knows that Corey is is trying to leave. Merrick is the closest one to her, and Corey just offered to trade the books for the scroll. Is there any way to know what books Corey has? Would it be the ones that Corey particularly found, or would it? I think it was the one that you guys, the, the ones that you guys deemed relevant. Well, I just didn't know if we were, if we split them up or if Corey's got everything. Uh, the way it sounded was Corey was the one lugging the books. All the ones that you deemed relevant. God dang it. Um, I don't know how long the note is, but Merrick would want to just like skim it, skim it to try to get an idea if, if he felt like there's a good chance that Bree is dead. Okay. If that makes any you. sense. Like, yeah. like if, if this is like a goodbye note and it's like, I'm going to, by the time you read this. Mm-hmm. Is the bird still there? This is actually an important <laughs> question. I'm not, just, <laughs> I'm not just excited. I am excited on the bird, but it is important. Um, the raven would be like, yeah, sticking with, uh, with Corey, like kind of hopped up on her, on her shoulder. I think as these, as Merrick is like reading over the note, Kalina would be like, shit, we need the thing so we can talk to each other. So they'd sort of like inch over. They're not going to interfere. They don't care about the scroll, but they're going to sort of like inch over and sort of like, um, um, before you go, can we get the thing? And they're going to sort of point at their wrist. Uh, and as, as Merrick is considering the offer, uh, Corey's going to look towards Kaluna and sort of give a warm smile and hold up the figurine that Kaluna just gave her. And she's going to say, another fair trade. And she'll take off the I, I bracelet. It's not a bracelet. Bracer. 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 Thank you. <laughs> and hand it to Kaluna. 
Uh, Kalina will take it and sort of swap out one of the ones they're already wearing for it. Fashion. And she is going to look towards Merrick yet again with a very serious look on her face and say, this is fair. All of the information is in here. The note says it all. I, I don't see anything here that s- says anything about her even being in real danger. It sounds like I'm, I likely won't be around when you get back doesn't mean something bad's happened. She's been in far worse danger than this. A town is in ruins. An entire town is in ruins. She got through that and now thinks she will not make it out of whatever it is she is going to take care of. I made a promise that I would make sure she stays alive, and I intend to keep that promise. Kalina's eyes are going to widen when she says the town is in ruins. And they're going to kind of look over at Merrick like, uh-huh. <sighs> okay. If I get to her and she's okay, I'll send a raven. But you keep the scroll? <laughs> I'll send the scroll back. I won't need it at that point. All right. Merrick will just take his backpack off and just, like, he he, he gets it. And, and he'll just take out the scroll and he'll just take it over to, to Corey and say, I care about her too. And then he's just going to hand it directly over. I think as he's handing it to her, like, you know how sometimes two people grab onto one thing, but the other person doesn't let go. Uh, she's just going to say, I know you do. And that's why I'm doing this. And she's going to take off her sack with all of the books and hand it over to him. I, I I don't think Merrick would say anything else. I think he would just nod, like, like I get it. Be safe. She'll sort of, like, back out and just give a, like, a really uh, disheartened wave and continue on out of the library. Guys, I think it's probably a good time for us to stop for the night. Shit, dude. Shit, dude. I'm simultaneously glad and very upset that Kaluna can't read. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Jamie from Group 3. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. If you did and you want to get a little bit more involved, why don't you go take a peek at the Dungeons & Remnants website. That's dandrpodcast.com. We've got the official forums on there, the wiki. You can access our Patreon on there, or you can just go to patreon.com slash D-A-N-E-R. Thanks so much. Bye.